It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The BYU football program is headed to Lawrence, Kansas today to get ready to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. And obviously the Lasseter name is going to feature prominently in this game. Darius, a starting wide receiver for the BYU football program, figures to go head-to-head with his brother Quinton, who is a starting defensive back for the Kansas Jayhawks. Of course, Kwame, their father, the late father, was a star for the Jayhawks. Their older brother also played for Kansas. Why is a Kansas legacy playing for BYU football? And more importantly, how much fun is he going to have on the field with his brother as the Cougars and the Jayhawks square off? We're talking about all that on the special edition of Locked On Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, figures by the time you guys probably see and or uh, hear this, I will likely be either at the airport, in the air, or potentially already on the ground in Kansas City. But nonetheless, uh, planning on having a meetup at Joe's KC Barbecue uh, there in Kansas City. Uh, supposed to be a number of BYU fans congregating there tonight uh, to talk shop and I will be there. I'm pl- I was planning on stopping by anyways but saw that some of the BYU fans are planning on stopping by so I figured you know what? What the heck? Let's have some fun. So if you are happen to be in Kansas City this evening around dinner time, 5.30, somewhere in that range, feel free to stop by Joe's KC. would love to meet up with you guys and feel free to reach out via social media if you want to get uh, more in contact with me in terms of timing and all that. But uh, big game obviously tomorrow for the BYU football program. Looking forward to it and the last in her name, you can get Guarantee you're going to hear the name Darius Lasseter, Quentin Lasseter, Kwame Lasseter, Kwame Lasseter the second. You're going to hear all those names on tomorrow's broadcast because the Lasseter name and the Kansas football program are very much linked. Uh, Kwame Sr. was obviously a star for the Jayhawks. The only other time BYU actually played Kansas, he was on the field in that 20, uh, the 2022, the 1992 Aloha Bowl in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, the Jayhawks winning that one 23-20. He obviously uh, went on to be a star for Kansas, graduating in 1994, and then obviously enjoying a 10-year career in the NFL. Uh, he sadly passed away at the age of 49, shockingly, in, 19, uh, in 2019. Man, my ears are all off on this edition of the show. Uh, but uh, passed away from a heart attack. But his sons have carried on his legacy. His son, uh, Kwame II, uh, played at Kansas, now in the professional ranks. Quinton is a starting defensive back, uh, mostly playing cornerback for the Jayhawks, and that brings us to the man on the other sideline of this game, Darius Lasseter. Now, he is obviously a part of the Lasseter that I just talked about. He just so happens to be suiting up for the Cougars in this matchup, and you figure to see Quinton and Darius go head-to-head at some point, if not often, in this game. I had a great opportunity during training camp for BYU. This goes back about a month or so, uh, so understand that some of the questions are not necessarily as pertinent now as they were then when I caught up with Darius Lasseter to talk with him one-on-one, but we talked about his uh, decision to leave Eastern Michigan, join the BYU football program, why he didn't join Kansas, if Kansas recruited him, what it's going to be like going up head-to-head with his brother, the family legacy at Kansas, and a whole lot more right now 
on Locked On Cougars. You come from the junior college ranks as well as EMU, yeah. but what's the experience been like so far in training camp from BYU? Uh, I just it's just feeling a little bit more professional here. <laughs> um, we kind of we kind of had things to like implement and go throughout the day, and then fall camp wise, they kind of take care take care of us more here, uh, okay. just with like having some days off or just modifying us in certain situations. So I, I say it just it feels a little bit more professional here. Okay, so how is the elevation difference? Uh, it, I mean, I can't really tell the elevation difference. Okay. So, like, that hasn't really bothered me. People, when I did come on my visit, though, they said that uh, that might be a problem that I might face, but I haven't, I haven't felt the difference. Uh, so you're in pretty good shape, yeah. then, is all, is all that I yeah. think indicates in that segment. Now, you had the one year at Eastern Michigan. Uh, what ultimately led you to say, you know what, I need to look somewhere else? Uh, so, well, really, we had a lot of players leave and go to the draft okay. and all that, and then a lot of seniors, um, and then our quarterback situation was kind of shaky. Our, our backup guy, he uh, he was our runner last year, and um, just going through spring ball last uh, in the spring, I just felt like it'd be better for me to leave. We kind of weren't connecting on a lot of passes, and our offense kind of wasn't changing up. So I just felt like it'd been best for me in my career trying to pursue a bigger level uh, just going on and answering the transport to see what I see what I had to offer. Now, obviously, BYU making the jump to the Big 12 here. How excited are you for that part of oh, it? Oh, yeah, nah. I'm, well, that, that's, that's jumped out at me, uh, just getting a chance to play my brother. At, I was going uh, to ask about yeah, him in a second. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just getting a chance to be in the Big 12 and uh, uh -huh. just playing on a different level of football. Uh, you don't see this kind of competition in the MAC. So uh, just having the opportunity to show what I can do versus top, top talent, that's re that really draw me. How, how much did you give any thought to joining your brother at Kansas? What was the situation there? Uh, a little bit. Okay. I, I, I did give a little bit of thought in joining him there, but um, I just felt like this was a better opportunity for me. Okay. Um, just being in the air raid offense and then being in Coach A-Rod's offense and being coached by Coach Chessy. Mm -hmm. um, they produce a lot of talent, have great quarterback history. I just felt like it was better for me to come here. I Obviously, you've got a family legacy at Kansas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So is it, is it fun to know, hey, even though I'm not going to be playing at another university, I get the chance to play against the Jayhawks? Yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, just being my whole family going to <laughs> Kansas and all that, my two brothers and then my yeah. dad, um, just having the opportunity to go in there and beat them. Uh, kind of had a little villain story in the family. Uh, uh -huh. I, I, that, that feels great to me. Um, just, just having the opportunity to go out there and, and play against my brother. We we'd always dreamed about doing that in college. Um, so just being able to actually have it happen week four, uh, it's a blessing. He's a defensive back, right? Yeah. So do you have hopes that oh, yeah. go one-on-one? -on -one? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Are you going to be telling Coach A-Rod, hey, I need you to scheme it so... <laughs> I, I, He's been telling his coaches that he need to get on me. I've been telling him, I'm going to start telling my coaches I need to get on him. Okay. What would you describe your your skill set as, as a wide receiver? Uh, I, well, I feel like any receiver with a, with a mindset like mine would say, it's not too many things that they can't do uh, as a receiver, but mm -hmm. I feel like just my just my playmaking ability, uh, just being somebody that's that's bigger, longer. Uh, you kind of don't see wasted movements out of mm -hmm. breaks and route running uh, that you see a lot of smaller people. I feel like I can I can run routes, catch the ball with with the best of them, the small, no matter small, big. I feel like I feel like I can do it all. Now I, I saw some of the highlights of your bowl game, and you had a pretty impressive performance what 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 led to that was that kind of all your skill sets finally on display uh, uh really uh i was because i was coming off the bench at the time yeah. so uh i i told my mom i said i told her i was gonna have a big game i told her like a week before i said i was gonna have at least 102 touchdowns that game so um i just felt like 
the, my, my coach gave me the opportunity. Um, we needed, we were down early. We needed a spark, uh, and I so happened to be that spark off the bench. Now you've been working with Keelan, obviously as newcomers, but the other guys, the uh, Keanu, Cody, and Chase. What's it been like with you guys as wide receivers as a core? Uh, they, they've been they've been super helpful since I got here. Um, just before that, just reaching out, talking to me, and then going before we even started fall camp, going over plays and PRP. They just they they make you feel welcome. Like you, a lot of places you might see some people they help you, but they also trying to shy away because they know that you play in the same position as them but they, they don't shy away from competition at all. So they know that if we want to be the best, we, we got we to gotta have everybody on, on the same page and on board together. What's it been like working with Coach Fessy so, so, so far? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been special. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get the, the goofy part out yeah. of him, and then you're going to get the, the part that's, that's football. But he, he, he makes coming out here a great time, like just being able to come out here with – all these other guys, and then what we work on, um, we kind of work on different drills, better drills than what I had at Eastern Michigan. My receiver coach last year, uh, he was he was great, but uh, our head coach kind of like shackled him to do some things that we could do to just open our toolbox. Mm -hmm. And Coach Fessy just gives us a wide range to do anything that we want, um, as long as it's you know what I'm saying it doesn't do take, your assignment, yeah. yeah, yeah, to my assignment, but yeah, yeah just. Just give us the free to go out there and be ourselves. That's what I like the most, that he just lets us be receivers and not try to be robots. Okay, last thing for me. Favorite thing about Utah so far? Uh, I'll probably say how friendly everyone here. Okay. Uh, just just going around and just having people have conversations with you just because just because they just having a, a great day themselves. So I'll probably say that. Well, Darius, thank you for some time. Thank you for having me. There you go, Darius Lasseter, BYU wide receiver. As I said, I, I caught up with him during training camp, but the information and obviously him talking about his background, his connection to the Kansas football program, I needed to bring that one back around. And a big thank you to him for taking the time as always. And look, very much looking forward uh, to seeing him and his brother square off, obviously on the football field, along with their two uh, teams, speaking of the Jayhawks and the Cougars in that matchup. And it should be a really, really fun contest uh, there in Lawrence uh, tomorrow afternoon. All right, uh, we got to talk about one of the things on this special edition of the podcast. I was sent a press release that we need to talk about. It involves NIL and something that's very innovative for the women's sports side of things for BYU Athletics. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Real quick, a word on our friends over at Perry Homes. Of course, Perry Homes has been working on this for months now. The best part is if you're looking for your first home or ready to upgrade to your dream home or literally anything in between, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Perry Homes has been used as premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities home designs and price points all designed to meet your needs my friends they have beautiful communities in davis salt lake Tooele, and utah county as well as multiple communities in washington county near st george as well they offer over 15 unique home designs from ramblers to two stories to townhomes as well and like i said they are willing to work with you to find the right option for you they even have quick moving homes available if you're ready to make the move right away and they offers gener they offer generous financing incentives through their preferred lender as well so visit perryhomesutah.com to see what's new in utah's finest neighborhood that's Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, PerryHomesUtah.com to learn more now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock 
deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Thank you for being everydayers with us here on the podcast. All right, let's talk about NIL for a moment here. This is actually a really cool thing. We talked not too long ago about a really cool uh, deal that BYU football did with the Royal Blue Collective to make sure that all 123 members of the BYU football program were being taken care of financially as well as having uh, mentorship and all the other uh, things that they need, uh, mental uh uh, mental health concerns are being covered. Uh, man, uh, professional uh, aspirations, professional development, spiritual concerns, all that's been covered by the Royal Blue Collective with their new innovative approach to their mentorship deal for the BYU football program. We're not talking about that on today's show. We're talking about a new one that's coming out for the BYU women's volleyball program. And this, uh, the press release says this, the Royal Blue launches name, image, and likeness program for BYU's nationally ranked women's volleyball team. Yes, they are uh, launching their own uh, arm of this. I guess it's a similar type setup for the BYU men's volleyball program, similar to the BYU football program. This is fantastic news, folks. I I don't mean to make too big of a deal of this, but it's very cool to see donors stepping up to help women's sports. We all know the NIL, the vast majority of those dollars are being funneled towards basketball and football on the men's side of things. Women's sports, we've seen uh, companies like Smarty and uh, um, some, uh, some of the other ones that have helped BYU athletes. This is a whole other deal because as they mentioned, this is going to uh, the mentorship-driven program includes compensation for every member of the BYU women's volleyball team, just like football. Every member of the team is going to be taken care of. But more importantly, it's going to provide resources, resources that support these world class athletes as they develop, develop, excuse me, athletically, professionally, mentally, spiritually, and as they prepare for success now and in the future. What it is going to be is a groundbreaking mentorship. I'm reading this right off the press release uh, program. It represents a massive step towards providing female student athletes the holistic, personal, professional, and athletic growth currently experienced by only a, handf- a handful of male student athletes. This is the whole deal, folks. It's it's trying to bring this bring them on the same level as uh, other counterparts of theirs in the athletic department. The Royal Blue is committed to redefining the collegiate athletic experience by placing the well-being and future success of all athletes, male and and female at the forefront. Uh, the best part is Angela Adams should be leading uh, the advisory board member and head of the women's volleyball committee at the Royal Blue in this endeavor. This is really, really cool, folks. This is separate funding, as I understand it, for women's volleyball. This is not being drawn off the BYU football side of things or men's basketball or any other uh, draw. This is a group of people stepping up to help BYU women's volleyball. This is phenomenal news because that means that this is a step towards potentially having the men's basketball, the women's basketball, heck, every other uh, athletic program, baseball, softball, men's and women's cross country, the track. Anybody who wants to be involved with this, it shows the framework is there to build it out to help each one of these athletic programs at BYU under their athletic department. This is a really, really cool step, innovative step, and more importantly, puts BYU in some ways at the forefront once again of the NIL sphere. Now, there have been other deals. I get that. Uh, University of Utah has a really, really cool deal for their uh, nationally renowned uh, women's gymnastics uh, team and the like. But this is a really, really big step for BYU individually because, as I mentioned, a lot of the NIL attention has gone to football and men's basketball. And obviously, that's where a lot of those dollars are going to. It's cool to see other people stepping up and saying, you know what? I don't necessarily, they may fund obviously some of the football and basketball side of stuff maybe, but they want to step in and really innovate and be part of women's volleyball. 
This is a really, really cool sign because this means that BYU could find themselves on the path to having each one of their athletic programs uh, being funded and uh, not funded, but having NIL opportunities for the athletes inside each one of those uh, programs being taken care of by different donors. That is a phenomenal step forward. It's no longer you have to necessarily inject money into a general athletic fund at BYU and hope it filters down to the athletic program that you're most interested in. You can make a direct impact via the Royal Blue Collective. So this is really, really cool stuff. Mark Comer and his team over there with the Royal Blue are absolutely uh, incredible. Encore is helping with this as well. I know that Russ uh, Smith and those guys... Russell White, excuse me, not Russ Smith. Russell White and the guys over at Encore are doing a great job as well leading this forward. If you want more information, go to royalbluecollective.org or check them out on social media, Instagram or X slash Twitter. You can check it all out. But this is a really, really phenomenal thing that BYU stepping forward with, and I cannot applaud them enough for stepping up and helping BYU women's volleyball uh, with this initiative. So there you go. Uh, special edition of the podcast. Once again, a big thank you to Darius Lasseter. Looking forward to seeing the matchup on the field tomorrow. And also, obviously, a round of applause for the donors stepping up to help BYU women's volleyball. And like I said, this is really another step forward in the NIL sphere for BYU to remain competitive. But more importantly, make sure that uh, there, the various athletic programs inside the athletic department are all being taken care of. All right, so there you go. Uh, big thank you uh, to all of you for checking this out, the special edition of the podcast. As I, as I mentioned previously, there'll be a postcast edition after the BYU football game tomorrow. Your comments, my reaction uh, live in Lawrence, we'll have all that for you guys right here on Locked On Cougars. So big thank you once again for making it your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us once again right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day, my friends. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. See ya. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.